You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Richard Donner's Radio Flyer. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Welcome to the podcast. We are your hosts. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am wonderful. Please put down that beer and that belt. Oh, I'm sorry. The power cord. <laughs> Don't hit That's me, right. Jared. But th- this power cord happens to go to my um, to my air fryer, and so uh, I'm trying to keep it pristine. So don't make me use it. Ooh. Don't hide it in the oven. <laughs> don't make him angry. Uh, we also don't disrespect my oven. <laughs> We also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. What's up, Brian? Oh, man. Trying to spit that sentence out uh, while choking and laughing. <laughs> we also have with us costume designer back, Kristen Jones. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey. And here we are, guys, talking the movie where if you drink two beers, you uncontrollably beat your child. That's right. Radio Flyer. Well, to be fair, Brian, he was he was double fisting constantly. Yeah, he never. They never showed him grabbing less than two beers at a time. I mean, there were there were times, but and, and like you know, but also as a beer drinker, something nice about those ring pulls, man. They pull them off, and then like there's this, you know, kind of like oh, it's just like it looks so good, you know. Just man. makes me want to have one, and then go beat a child. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> But, which is really weird because I watched this movie a lot as a kid, which is really weird that this is kind of a kid's movie. And, and, and Is it, though? Th- is it actually a kid's movie? Apparently, my parents thought it was because <laughs> uh, it was just always on. Uh, do you guys remember watching this uh, as a wee child? Yeah. I've never heard of it until really? this month. Wow, never even heard of it. I, didn't, I did not see it as a kid. I saw, like, five minutes five minutes of it like at a neighbor's house and it was like super dark and heavy and i was like what am i watching what's going on <laughs> i think i was like nine just think the hallmark channel but real as fuck <laughs> really i was just thinking the fucking hallmark channel no no hallmark channel early 90s bro uh, it's, it's like the hallmark channel with the, with the budget 
Yeah, maybe. So I the mean, Hallmark Channel. Not they didn't switch out the fucking writer for the Hallmark Channel. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ooh, shots yeah. fired. Yeah, and imagine he tried to direct this film. They got ten days into production, and then Michael Douglas shut him down. Bro, he made over a million dollars for this script. <laughs> Sir, what have you written? <laughs> Not a million dollars worth of script. I'll tell you that much. He did uh, the the guy that wrote this that uh, David Mickey Evans. He did go on to uh, direct the Sandlot, though. Oh, he did, which really? I fucking love. So yeah, like, I'm glad that he, he, he started something with this and then actually okay. went somewhere right. fun. So I was actually, as I was watching this, I was kept comparing it to the Sandlot in my head. So oh wow, that's crazy. I think that's interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. Sandlot is uh, a better movie, uh, way oh, more watchable, movie. way better movie, yeah, way more family friendly. I mean, it's not funny <laughs> because the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, if you want to do like, it's a very ambitious project. It failed miserably. But like, if you want to do it, you need to do it in the style of the Sandlot. And so the whole time I was watching it, <laughs> I kept like being like, oh, I, the Sandlot kind of did this. And like, that would have been so much better. So like, I think it's really great that he went on to do something better. Well, this is Richard Donner, who just like what six or seven years before had done the fucking Goonies. Like, Dick Donner knows how to like work with some kids to get some 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 good like chemistry on screen. So he, he pulled I, a yeah. performance out of him. Oh, he he had there, he there's some amazing performances out of man. Oh, they were yeah, so good. There's, there's some amazing stuff that they it did. Just wasn't as far like as there wasn't as much fun as I thought there was going to be. Was, there's only so much you can do with a shitty script. So. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I I don't know. There there were some sloppy moments from Donner in this one. Like, I expect more from Donner when the mom, like after the dad goes in jail, and the mom is like, oh, there's it's just all it's all done in one shot, and like the kids are out back, the mom's framed dead center, and it's just this little dolly out, and she opens the bills and she starts crying, and the kids come on oh. either side of her. And they fucking hug it her. It was so bad. It's okay. It's going to be okay, Mom. The blocking was okay. Yeah. You don't have to cry. Everything was so forced in that scene. It's like, oh, there's not man. a... That's the Hallmark scenes. Yeah, there's not a genuine yeah. fucking shred of like realism even close to being captured in this frame. I kind of felt that way when I was watching the whole movie. I, I doubt this was her first abusive relationship. I mean, I, I assumed that she was fleeing the abusive relationship at the very beginning. But let's all right. Let's pretend it. Look, there's clearly some issues going on, and and it, kids who are grow, grow up in a house like that, like they're not all like lovey dovey like those little boys are. They fight a lot, but yep. it, obviously they love each other. I'm not saying that the kids don't love, it, but like they fight a lot. And these two little boys were the happiest little boys <laughs> and made like the biggest packs. And they were just like, oh, I don't feel good. Oh no, why don't you quit eating your sandwich? Like what? What kids talk like that, especially kids in an abusive household? That's just, it was just, the whole thing was just so awful to me. Like, just terrible, terribly written. All right, you brought it up. I got to ask. That, that fucking, sa- what the fuck was up with the sandwich? I'm oh, my sick God, dude. Scene. Do they have spotty senses? Oh, that's what I was, it's like, is this supposed to be like some magical, like, we're psychic <laughs> and we're bonded with our dog, so our dog's being beaten. Oh, we... We're getting tummy aches because we can feel the no. Abuse. The sandwich has 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 the potion that they made in it. it it's peanut. It's peanut butter and <laughs> no. potion sandwich. No. <laughs> oh my god! It was just a little dog shit in there. Just a little dog shit. Okay? Just a little yeah. bit of Shane yeah. turd. 
Yeah, and then the next scene when they're like finally home, like he's running around with his hand like on his stomach while he's like searching. Yeah, it was definitely very contrived well, for sure. No, there, but okay, that you, you, you're you're fighting that, but there's a giant fucking uh, <laughs> there's a giant um, like buffalo head. I came in through the window. I mean, there. <laughs> God, that there, is so there, fucking there's, terrible, dude. I take back there, every negative thing I ever said about the fucking never-ending story. <laughs> and the wait, labyrinth, I'm sorry. Wait, no. No, the never-ending story turtle shows up in this one. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for like one brief second. One brief second. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, that very first shot when they open the door to the clubhouse. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I thought, too. <laughs> Mor- Moria from Never-Ending Story. Giant fucking turtle. But I like that though. I also like when when they when they go to the you know they go to the window and and then the giant like fucking abominable snowman looking dude you know fucking bigfoot uh, bigfoot is big fucking leaning through the damn you know through the window. That's cool. I like that. I, I like that. There's some like childhood you know imagination going on. I like it when I understood it. I didn't really understand the whole buffalo being alone and crying because the boys. Because it was had, sad. Well, yeah, I know that, but the boys had each other. I just I didn't understand what they were trying to do with that thematically. Like what what does this have to do like I I didn't understand any of this fucking film thematically, bro. Like I didn't understand the bookends. What fucking promise were they talking about? The promise that that, that he would never tell mom. That's the promise. That he would never tell mom that he's being abused by his stepfather? Yeah. That is a don't terrible tell, fucking message. It's a terrible. Terrible. terrible don't promise. tell mom, bro. This is our bond. That makes no because sense. Because it, it it would mom has gone through so much that it would break her. If she found out so that this dude is beating no, the fuck out fucking. of me after having a few Budweisers, sir. Uh, no, that's that. That's not the promise. Is that not the promise? Then what there, the fuck is the promise? One, I, well, he promised him. He he promised at the very end when he was like in the fucking radio flyer and leaving that he would go back and take care of his mom. That was his promise. No, the if, promise I feel like started. Gonna... I'm talking about at the beginning of the movie. They they're talking about promises at the very beginning, and it's well, the very first thing. Like as soon as every fourth out, fucking scene, like they're like, well, these boys that... hold promises yeah. very fucking sacred, bro. very very sacredly, and they also throw them around like they're dog shit throwing into a fucking dude. It's just like Star <laughs> Trek. The first yeah. <laughs> the first duty of every Starfleet officer uh, officer is to the truth. So man, they, they you know they, he's, they're going to tell the truth to each other and be be honest and, and hold hold their promises as a family. While he's telling him a story that's full of tall tales, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, and, and he tells his kids at the beginning. He's like, "Look, I'm about to tell you the, some bullshit. The truth, it, it, like the person telling the story, it, you know, it's their truth. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. And I don't remember how he, how he puts it, but he, he, you know, Tom Hanks is like, you know, daddy on crack in this. He, he he's dropping some knowledge. Truth is voice. all in the telling. Yeah, truth truth is in the is in the telling. Go ahead, Kristen. I can tell you're 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 about ready to explode. No, no, no I, well, I, you guys are all making great points. I'm. Um, it was about the two boys. Oh, oh, oh! It was about their promise not to tell their mom and like they're not going to tell anybody. And they're very young to make that promise. That's usually something that older kids do. Younger kids like that will tell everybody. Like I did not find that believable for us second especially because like the mom's like what she like i understand he protected his brother and their mom for like one night like once when they did the bath but those bruises don't go away like that and i also no. thought yeah. it was absolutely ridiculous that he only beats the little kid and not 
the older kid because he can he's he's too big but like that kid they're both under the age of 10 what are they gonna do because he can't protect himself yeah he <laughs> like, what is that i thought it was so stupid yeah and, and the yeah. mom has no idea she doesn't even know he's drinking he comes home drunk like you should see his parking job like come on like i don't <laughs> dude i love his the, the the sound design of that thing coming in the driveway though it's so clunky and scary. Like, like they, 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 they build they build that character really well. I mean, they, you know, they, they never really show his face, and he's yeah, always they, over the shoulder. He's always, like, imposing he's, 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 and, and yeah, partially out of the shadow. frame. Yeah, he's very, like, you know, that, yeah. that framing choice is very cool. That's yeah. a really cool filmmaking thing they're doing. Yeah, E.T. did it better. Just throwing that out there. Just going to say that. This is totally ripping off E.T., bro. Just want to say it. Just Anyway, go ahead. Wait, how, how, did they, how, how did they use it in E.T.? Remind us. You, when's the last time you guys have fucking seen E.T.? It's the guy with the fucking It's been key, a long time, bro. The guy's with I, the key on his chains. It, like really? he's, he's constantly walking around. He's like the uh, the guy that's looking for E.T. Yeah, I guess he works for SETI or something like that. He's like a NASA scientist and like he's... Like, SETI off of five? How, how you recognize him is he's always got this keychain hanging off of his, his loop. And he's constantly changing. You never see his face. And the actor that's playing him is Peter Coyote. And it's not until like E.T.'s dying and he comes in and talks to Elliot that you see his face. Just like in this movie, it's like when he kills, like, uh, what is it, when he kills the dog, then you see you see this guy's face really good. Well, you, you see his face a lot, but, like, kind it, of. But you really don't see his face too much no, until like he's, when he's, he's breaking down the dog, and crying. He, like, he has a point to, like, put his hand over yeah, his fucking... Yeah, he's putting his hand over like, his yeah, face. Yeah, like... Even on the merry-go-round, like, you know, yeah. Bobby's got his hands over his eyes. No, I'm not talking about the know. dog attack. I like that a lot. I'm talking about there, there's a moment, like, right after the dog attack when... I, th- I think it's when Elijah Wood sees the dog, and then he looks over at the dad, and it's the first time you ever see the dad without yeah. anything oh, he's in like, front of he's, like, he's like, hey, guys, don't ever touch my tools again. And put those whatever back on my bike, which is really funny because he tells him never to touch his tools again. But then he's like, hey, make use sure you reinstall that shit. Use my tools my and put that shit, shit back on there <laughs> so I can beat your ass again. You know? <laughs> like, hey, he's perpetuating the cycle, bro. I don't know. It's 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 just it was. Look, see, I guess the difference here is in ET with the guy that's looking for ET, right? That's a small little character in the film. This is the movie's main villain, and he is never. And I understand like the kids don't want to look at his face, but he is such a character of like an, an abusive dad that. Dude, with Tom Hanks's VO, this movie's a comedy. I was hysterically laughing inappropriately throughout this entire fucking movie. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it a comedy, but it, I would. It's definitely not a comedy. It I is mean, hilariously dark, a dark comedy. Bad. It's terrible. No, like the, I don't I, think it's that terrible. Really? You do enjoy this? This is the worst movie we've seen this year. <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. I, I think there was some weird nostalgia going on because I was like last night I was kind of enjoying it, but then today when I was watching it kind of more with a clear head, I was having some trouble with it. Uh, <laughs> just, some, just some trouble. No, when I was, yeah, when I was drinking too, I was super enjoying laughing. Yeah, at this yeah. Movie. I, I was like, oh, I was look like, at Tom Hanks hmm. doing Wonder Years, and oh, look at <laughs> his, his delivery on that line where he's like, you know, I would have told you this before, but I, you guys were kind of too young. Or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, bro, come on. These this fucking dialogue is bleh. this dialogue is doo doo. Like, okay. <laughs> why are there? <laughs> it's dog shit, bro. It's it's really bad. 
Okay, but when the movie first opened and Tom Hanks is sitting there with the two kids, I yeah. I really got the impression that he was like drunk, and I was like, oh my god, is Tom Hanks the abusive dad <laughs> yeah, in this? Back. He's leaning back, and he's like, we well, all shut up over there. Yeah, I was like, he's, oh my god, he's the abusive How did dad. I not know that Tom Hanks is the oh, abusive man. dad? <laughs> and so the whole time that he's talking to them, I'm like tensed up, and I'm like, oh my god, is he just gonna uh. hit them? Like, what is going on here? But That's then it's amazing. like a life lesson, but not a good one. It's a terrible life lesson. No, no, he's he's like if if you promise to do something, then you need to fucking do it. That's his lesson. Yeah, if you promise to fucking build a goddamn airplane out of a wagon and then leave, then you better fucking leave. Yeah, and never That's right, come back. Because I need mom like, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, the, and the, like at the end, like the kid like sends a postcard, and the mom's just like, "Oh, great! I'm yeah, so glad." Now she's, she's happy. cool. Now she now no. she can stop looking. I don't think the kid sent the postcard. Like it's in it's in kid's handwriting. Like what the fuck? It, it could go a couple different ways. Like you know, fucking Mike sending that shit, uh, or fucking or the mom is doing it. Okay, but what? the behind no. the scenes stuff says that you he- think you think that the you think fucking Bobby made it, bro? No, the kid fucking <laughs> obviously died at the end of the movie. That's pretty. There fucking you go. Obvious. So who's sending the postcards? What, Mike? Elijah Wood's <laughs> character is sending the fucking postcards to make his mom feel better because he made the promise to always take care of his mom, and he views that as taking care of his mom, right? But she didn't see the body down there in the in the wreckage. Yeah. Well, the fuck they they made a point to open the goddamn movie with a bike going twenty he's feet. Lying to himself, he's lying to in this fucking story to his kids where he's talking about the truth and he's fucking bullshit. He's like, "All right, so kids, let me tell you about this one time. My brother got beat a lot and they became suicidal, and I totally Doctor Kenborki in that shit with him. Like we planned this all the way out. <laughs> no shit. Like he totally was complicit in the murder of his of his brother." <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like kicking the rock out from beneath the wheel. He's like, "Go, bitch, go!" <laughs> Start the fan, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's true, man. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. It's like the reverse that- <laughs> of the good son. Elijah yeah, totally. And, and, and why? And why is that barn built like that on that hill? <laughs> Who knows, man. Uh, I I like I like the Fisher scene though. I like the opening. I like that moment, you know, where where the, where the kid like goes down on the bike and all his friends are like, oh fuck, yeah, my ass. That's good. It's got some e- it's got some ET vibes going on, which is kind of cool. He he, ta- he takes the he takes the jump, uh, and then I like the callback to that. that. That's a cool magical little like moment where they where they go to the gas station. But for some reason, <laughs> that's the best thing this dude could do. He actually learned to fly. But the best he could do in life is become a he, he could run this gas station, bro. He's limping with, as with he his, walks with his right? gimpy yeah, leg. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. it's fucking it's like twenty five sure. years later. That motherfucker's still gimping around. They couldn't have they couldn't have done anything for no, him. No, it was only like seven or eight years later. Was it? He said I, there was a line in the beginning where he was like somewhere on the summer of sixty eight or sixty nine, something like that. And then the um, when they had that close up of the news clipping on the gas station window, it said sixty two. So like All October right. sixty two. Yeah, so it wasn't, he, I guess, it yeah, he, I guess, long I guess ago. he did look a little young. Yeah, but he still he 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 was still tr- having trouble there. They couldn't set that leg right. Whatever, bro. <laughs> My fucking kid <laughs> couldn't even get up after that shit. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fix your leg. Don't touch me. Nope, that's I, not good. I, I flew. Rear uh, rear screen projection there is a little little rough when he's flying, but. Other than that, you talking about that. at the end when when the radio flyer kicks up? Uh, yeah. Well, even in the beginning. Uh, 
the black and white uh, flashbacks section with that Fisher kid, the backstory there, even that looked yeah. bad when once he goes airborne. But I, I thought even thought the the car plates like Lethal Weapon is older than this movie. Why does Lethal Weapon two look so much better? Budget, Brian. We haven't even talked about the budget of this film. Bro, this movie costs just as much as Lethal Weapon 2. It had the same yeah. fucking budget, yeah. if not $5 million no more. Yeah, this movie was budgeted at 30 to $35 million. Because they shot that first 10 days, and then they had to stop. And they got rid of the entire cast, got rid of the director, recast the whole movie, brought Richard Donner in. Uh, and apparently, I guess the writer was helping him on set rewrite the script. So yeah, they got, it got pretty expensive. But dude, this movie didn't even make $5 million in the box office. Why was it so big? Like, I remember this movie being everywhere as far as, and you know, this was the first time I'd ever seen it in this aspect ratio, but I definitely saw this on TV constantly. Yeah, it was on HBO this, this was quite a, a bit in the this 90s. Was a, this was a staple in my uh, in my childhood viewing. Yeah, well, just because that, it was like, sort of like an a, bought a by one kind of particular network doesn't mean that it was a huge movie in the box office. HBO has bought a lot of bombs that have become cult followings because they were on fucking HBO. It, it may have been on USA or something, because I don't think we had HBO a lot. But, uh, you know. Richard uh, Donner's lowest grossing movie, man, that I could find since The Omen. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, The Omen was so much better than this, though. Holy shit. Who picked this fucking stinker again? Jared, do I have you to think for this? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm always going to pull the weird off the wall. And when we said we were going to do Richard Donner, we need to do we need to do the offcuts. We need to do the B sides on some of this stuff. The B sides. Jerry's like, look, we oh, we can't talk. Like, start smelling his own farts. Going like, oh yeah, look at him, Richard Donner. He's so great. No, 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 no. What we're smelling is dog farts. <laughs> yeah, they let him out of the car, and then it still didn't help anything. Didn't help much. The kids are super cute in this, man. There were some, there were some great performances. There's, I'm totally feeling some Robin Wright vibes off of... Um, <laughs> Lorraine Bracco? Off of Lorraine Bracco, it, it, for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I can see that. Especially on the on the on on like one of the posters I saw. Oh, so, you're talking about look-wise only? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally look-wise. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, I do not see that at all. Okay, all right, look-wise. I'm not, I'm right. not, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about look-wise, yeah. Uh, but uh, how, how was it watching this film and, and, and having worked with, with this actress, uh, the two people on this uh, podcast who have worked with this actress? I haven't worked with her. That was Christian. I worked oh, with I'm her. sorry. The one person that actually worked with her. <laughs> um, I didn't even recognize her in this, actually. Really? It took me a minute. And actually, when she was yelling... Because she yells a lot in the movie <laughs> that I worked on. That's when I was like, oh, I recognize her now because I got her voice. Because uh, she's obviously, this is obviously many years later. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I actually, it's, I, I actually feel very biased because I really enjoyed working with her. She is absolutely wonderful. And <laughs> so like as much as I hated this movie, as soon as I realized it was her, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's doing pretty good. <laughs> I like the mom. The mom's not bad. It started changing your your opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Now, actually, you know what? I mean, like, you know, script aside, uh, camera work's really fucking cool in this movie. Camera work is really good in this. There's uh, there's this really amazing scene where uh, where the kids are like running down this hill, and it's right at sunset, and they've and they're and they're dragging the uh, the wagon behind them, and as they go down and into their little subdivision frame left, the sun is like uh, setting, and it, and it flares out the lens, but then yeah. uh, it it kind of dissolves into another flare. Now we're in the little like you know um, like alleyway behind their house, and we're 
were in a flare and then, then it starts to pan right and it follows the kids and they go up to the gate and they open it up and they can see mom and they're dancing with you know the king yeah yeah uh, and that that little flare transition I was like who the fuck shot this and I had to go look up Laszlo Kovacs again Laszlo fucking but, Kovacs man. yeah man but Ghostbusters, like man I did that. close encounters like dude knows what he's doing he that sexy little shot right there what did he do on Close Encounters? Yeah, he was, oh, he's, yeah, he must have been working for uh, Velmos. Uh, what's his name? Velmos Zygmunt. Yes, there we go, Zygmunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, he was just camera in an electrical department. I, I guess I should look closer at uh, IMDb. He was absorbing the sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> I glanced closely enough at it to be like, okay, he knows what he's Either doing. Way. That's cool, that's cool. Either way, amazing. Like like the scene, the scene where... Where Bobby and Michael uh, are are talking about, like you know, Mike's like, "Oh my God, we got all this money, we could buy so much shit." And then like Bobby gets all serious and shit, and he gets his like, "Bitch, we ain't spending this you on shit until I tell us." Anyone. Yeah, I can't tell anybody, bro. <laughs> this is another promise we got to keep between each other. But like you know that 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 the lighting in there with just the little slashes, the, the like little, you know, it just oh lights through the through the little yeah. slits in the wood, yeah. so perfect, like lighting their eyes like they're fucking Morticia Adams. <laughs> I mean, like it's so fucking perfect. I mean, yeah, it looks good. I, let's calm down with the word "perfect." It, 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 no, no, it no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck you, Brian. No, There's some really great moments. So, in some there. of the daytime stuff looks really good. All right, like I, I like I like it when they get married. The it, it's, yeah. it's like three shots, and how how that is shot and cut together is beautiful. Um, I like the way that looks, but that's like I don't know, ten, fifteen seconds of movie. Uh, I, I think the end, uh, all the nighttime stuff looks like ass fuck. Looks like some <laughs> motherfuckers, like, I mean, dude, the, you can see, like, the light changing direction constantly, and it's just like, man, they Who just cares? did not give a fuck at this point. They're like, wait, we no, no, wait, there's one thing I learned, Brian, con- it doesn't fucking matter, bro. No, okay, hang on, hang on. You're saying the light changing I'm not direction. Talking there about, is I'm not talking the about the spotlight spinning. that's sweeping. I know. Look at, when you go back and watch that, the shots that are pointed mm. toward the radio flyer, there is a HMI that is shining and it's not even completely out of frame in the top right of the frame. <laughs> and then when they switch the coverage, there's now another HMI on the other side of the frame, way back off in the distance. And it's just bro, like that's just a thing. That's just a thing, bro. Frame it out. Frame it. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. No, like you're on a you're on a mountaintop. You got you got like this weird streetlight thing that's providing your quote unquote key. And you just, you know, sometimes you get to put the light in the, the shot. The, the, okay. There were these weird searching lights in those scenes <laughs> no, as well that are kind of flashing I, around. No, that, you know? that's great. You know, he's ripping off, uh, he's, he's, he's doing the Casablanca, like, fucking turning light tower thing. I'm totally fine with that. That's, that's great. That's a nice stylized looking thing. But if you take that out, this is garbage nighttime stuff, man. I've seen better shit in a fucking low budget horror movie. Halloween has got better nighttime stuff than this. It's just lazy. I don't like it. Jared's just like, mm, are you frozen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't frozen. I was just contemplating what you were saying. I know you got to get the job done. Brian, are you real? Sure. Touch my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, g- I'll give it to that because yeah. at least that's a fantasy, if, you know, fantasy sequence. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever. So there's some fun in there. The little dream sequences. They had, they had some, some playfulness, some fun. Oh, like, like the like the Ouija board scene or the Raja board scene. You, are, you're moving it. No, you're moving it. Like yeah. straight out of the fucking commercial from the early '90s. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then and then they pick their hands up and it continues to move and they're like, "Whoa, Captain Howdy." <laughs> I feel like I, I really appreciated what they were trying to do with all of this, all of these childhood scenes, but it just didn't work. And I, the other movie that I kept comparing this to. 
um, and I just forgot the name of it, but uh, the, the Spanish Civil War movie with the little girl. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? And the dude with Spanish the hands. Spanish Civil War movie. Oh, uh, you talking about Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a really great way, I think, to show that she's like still a little girl, but there's all this dark stuff going on around her, and like they could have done that. Like I, it was just so disappointing. It was such a very cool idea to show an abusive household through the eyes of a child and the wonder that the ch- children still have and how they're how they mm-hmm. see the world and it just it fell flat in so many ways and yes there were some beautiful shots and yes there were some very cool lighting scenes like and yes some of the acting performances were really great but like overall it was just like so disappointing with what it could have been and i think that's why people threw so much money at this and wanted to get it right was because the idea is very solid well i kind of have to wonder was some of the lack of quality because they threw so much money at it that like people stopped questioning like whether or not some of the ideas were working you know what i mean like where or like you just get so into like the frenzy of like oh man this is the best fucking thing we had a whole hollywood like bidding war to get this movie and nobody's like questioning it like it just becomes all yes men like everybody's like this is fa- this is fantastic like fucking star wars when george tried to do all the prequels Oh, yeah, Hayden Christensen is just the best. Do you see him? He's amazing. Like, are you fucking watching this? What? Well, I mean, maybe... I hate them! <laughs> I mean, maybe the second go-around, but, like, they totally went in and fired everyone after the first however many days of, you know, so... Ten days of shooting, yeah. Yeah, ten days of shooting, and then they brought in a new cast and director and probably other crew members, maybe, I don't know, but... Like, do you think, like, from that point, everyone was just like, oh, but it's Richard Donner and all of these wonderful actors. So it's good. Like, I don't know. Like, they were just like, let's make a movie now at this point. Well, this was greenlit by uh, John Peters. So <laughs> I think this was the first film he greenlit at Columbia Pictures. So Superman's John Peters? It, yeah, that John Peters. The right. John Peters. So Wild Wild West John's Pete, John yeah, Peters? Yeah, he doesn't make the best uh, <laughs> career financial decisions, so that may have something to do with it. Wild Wild West was way better than this. Wicked fuck yeah, it was. I'd watch Wild Wild West like every day before I watch this again one more fucking time in my life. <laughs> I take it you're not giving it a 10. God damn. No, bro. Oh, my. Fuck. Jeez. We're not Boilers. there yet. We're not I there rip yet. my eyes out. <sighs> All right. Hold on. This is not entirely related to the movie, but I had a wagon when I was a kid, and they're not fun. Like, I, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, how are these kids it's having not- this much fun with this wagon? They were moving shit around, Kristen. They were loading stuff. They were loading clothes, yeah. but for some for some reason they came home one day and Dad had thrown all their shit out on the lawn. Yeah. Like, get your ass out of here, kids! You're ruining yeah, that, my life! That's, that whole like, fucking scene was like, like what, what the was fuck that? is going on? Like, he's not even home. Like, his truck is gone. They're like, we gotta like clean up before anybody else gets home. Like, what the fuck? That, that's what I'm talking about, man. This it's like, dude, that's what the angry girlfriend does to the guy that cheated on her. All right, not yeah, the abusive yeah. stepfather. What the fuck? Get your kids out of here. There, there was like a brawl hanging in the tree, but most of it was like, was like, <laughs> there was. It was like the kid shit. Oh, it's your favorite shirt. I meant to throw out your mom's stuff, but I got drunk your, and confused which room I was in. Here's your favorite shirt. Emma, yeah. Oh man, that was your new shirt or whatever. Yeah, man, mm. I hate that. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to have an entire summer in a brand new place and it's like 
two siblings, two brothers walking around, and they have a wagon to pick up all like the stuff that they find, like frogs and bottles that they frogs. get to like turn in for money. Can't spend the money, but you get to get the money. I don't know. I mean, like that's that's kind of fun. Like here's that's, the thing. That's, yeah. Here's the thing with wagons. Okay, guys. I had one, right? First of all, they get very heavy and you have to like pull them, all right? It's, it's, it's. That's why they tied the no. dog to the wagon because they also got tired of it. The other thing with wagons <laughs> is that they tip over all the time, all the time. You can't put stuff in them and then drive, especially like in the woods on a path like that. No, nothing's going to stay in there. You're just going to like kick the wagon off the side of the path and just be like, you know what? I don't even want that anymore. I'll hold it. I'll just carry it. <laughs> I like when they drop it and, and it drives and, it, you know, they keep there's a whole scene where you keep seeing them run with it and they stop with it. And then the, the wagon just sits. And then on the third one, you know, they let go of it and it starts rolling down the hill. And then <laughs> the dog's trying to chase it and all that. And there's some cute little scenes. They're like, oh, my God. I've got to have a red, a red <laughs> like a, what, a fucking uh, radio flyer wagon now. I wonder how many fucking radio flyer wagons were sold because of this. Film. I know, right? You're just like, oh, get your radio flyer and your beer because you need your abusive father at home as well. What? Like, how did radio what flyer if, approve the, this fucking logo? Can I get a radio flyer with a cup holder? <laughs> <laughs> That's an extra add-on and a free beer koozie. I mean, oh, no, 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 it's got it's got it's got a little it's got a, it's got a cooler that goes in the back of it that you can hang off. The the cooler is shaped like the little uh, fence thing that they added to it to keep all their shit in because apparently their wagon also fell over all the time. Oh, well, they add the the wider tires so they can carry the dog. So like 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 so just think about this. Like uh like Bobby goes off the fucking roof of that thing. He's got the turtle and the dog with him, so they both die. Oh yeah, they're dead, bro. No, the dog stayed yeah. with him, just the turtle died. Oh that's right, that's right, that's right. But also apparently well, the turtle didn't die because the turtle can go in his shell. His He's like well, ready for this. Tom Hanks's kids were like, "Wait, is that how we got that, Samson?" Yeah, so th- maybe the turtle did survive, and the, and the but the kids aren't like, "Why is Samson shackled through his shell?" Yeah, why? <laughs> like, what is this giant hole in the back of him? Wow, like, maybe hardcore. you maybe you took it off, but yeah, the kids the kids processed that whole story, and they didn't say, "Oh, Samson was in the radio flyer with your brother." Nope, they just said, "Is that how we got Samson?" Hmm. Okay. Dude, the brother was flying around, man. He was he was delivering, writing all those postcards, man. Didn't you listen to the story? God, Gregsy. What are we talking hey, about? The radio flyer works amazingly. Wasn't there like a deleted <laughs> scene like at the beginning where like they're in a museum and like the radio flyer thing survived, the whole contraption survived so, and it's in like a museum or something? It's not a deleted scene. That was totally the original ending. That, oh, that, that was... Yeah. The original ending before they did the bookend on the um, with with Tom Hanks and the two kids on the the airfield, he was taking the two kids to the Air and Space Museum, and next to the Wright brothers' original flyer was the radio flyer. And apparently, they did some screenings, and none of the audience understood what the fuck was going on. I don't understand. What is that supposed to mean? That that actually did take off, and then this kid's like, oh, they motherfucker built a flying wagon over here with his radio fucking flyer, and it's just like the fucking Wright Out Brothers. Out of cardboard. What? Yeah, That's cardboard stupid. with a piece of wood on the top of the cardboard to keep it from flying up too much. Look, this should make every fucking aspiring screenwriter feel good about themselves if this joke of a fucking script can sell for $1.25 million. Everybody should be okay. That's true. What the fuck, man? 
who the fuck paid that much money for this? Maybe Radio Flyer really wanted like a movie, <laughs> and they're the ones who pushed it through. <laughs> it's like how now, like we have the battleship. Well, we've got to sell wagons. <laughs> we are going under, Tom. We have to sell more wagons. Hasbro's like, you know what we need to do? Make a fucking movie out of these Transformers. Oh, guys, we need to reboot Radio Flyer. We'll call it Radio Flyer colon the movie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Our wagons no, called no, the Radio no, Flyer. So what if, it, what if we flyer. made it fly, like legitimately fly? <laughs> because kids love flying. It's one of the it's one of the things that you hold dear as a kid. And once you get over seven or eight, you forget how to fly, right? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's the, thirteen. It's between turning twelve. Yeah. It's the, oh, that's right, thirteen. I'm a yeah. bad. When you become a teenager, you forget how to fly. Yeah, the reason why the first kid didn't do it because he was fourteen, and so you know that's right. He he, he didn't didn't believe in himself anymore. No, god damn it, we got to go on break. I can't even talk about this anymore. (laughs) I need (laughs) need fucking alcohol if we're gonna continue. All right, all right. So we're gonna stop for shots. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna go get two beers and then watch the trailer. Hey Brian, just don't hit your kids. All right, you can have all the alcohol you want. <laughs> We're gonna play the trailer for Richard Donner's Radio Flyer. Mom, Mom, room's clean. Who's the washroom folded? Fed Samson and Shane. Take the poop up and grass is watered. Okay. Guys! Yes, Mom, what's wrong? Nothing. Oh, Mom. Remember when you couldn't drive, but you could fly. When life was full of wonders, nature was full of mysteries. <laughs> and the world was full of monsters. <laughs> but for two brothers, one monster was real. Hey, what are you doing up? And living in their home. Everything's gonna be okay. I promise. He was chasing me and I now their only hope is to fight back the big idea that's what i'm calling it because it's so huge and dangerous with the most powerful weapon they have their imagination radio flyer the struts have to be stronger those are his tools mike damn it where are they All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Richard Donner's Radio Flyer. Even the trailer sucked. <laughs> why'd, they, why'd they show the plane thing? Who cares, bro? Is <laughs> oh, they, I... hey, isn't it cool to just to see it? Like you know, you don't know what's under the tarp, and then yeah, well, it's just like Marvel showing fucking Hulk in Thor movies. Like yeah. Well, they showed it to so because it takes such a dark turn there. They're like, no, no, but it's okay. Look at all this cool stuff that these kids are doing, despite the fact that they're abused. Um, but I will say, in the trailer, they make Elijah Wood seem kind of evil, and I was like, actually, maybe he did kill his brother. 
Oh, he totally killed his brother. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like, no, like potted, suicide. potted though. <laughs> oh, well, he's the one that had the big idea. It's gonna be huge. I'm gonna plant your death. <laughs> I'm going to totally get your room when you're dead. <laughs> oh, my God. I get twice the Christmas presents. Oh. <laughs> I get all the love from Grandma. Hold up, dude. All right, Mom couldn't afford a seventy-five cent, three seventy-five cent tickets to go see a fucking buffalo. Yeah, so they walked away with three fifty-cent um, uh, spears at the end. Which so, is Don't know insane. how they afforded that instead, but... Right, which, well, the dude's obviously a very generous man who ran the place, but uh, it's, it's insane that it costs 75 cents a head to go into see the single buffalo, but the fishing lure was $5. So $5. I understand at that rate why he got smacked in the head. I mean, come on, yo. That's a $5 lure. I had to work a week to get that. I hate when, like, moms are supposed to be poor or families are supposed to be poor. And they give us this whole montage in the beginning. And r- right before we get to the buffalo price of 75 cents a ticket, we just see right. them eating fucking ice cream cones. Not real food. Ice cream cones. What fucking goddamn poor person that can't afford 75 cent fucking tickets for their fucking kids to see a buffalo is going to pay for an ice cream cone? Well, to be fair, yeah. Brian, production they- bought that. But, um... <laughs> Well, no, they they made this whole giant point about the fact God, that the kids are just eating peanut butter and fucking crackers yeah. on this cross country drive. Like he's counting peanut. Like how many jars or how far is this? Eight is five jars or whatever. Like that's a lot of peanut butter. Yeah, but they can buy ice cream cones. That's a really good point. Yeah. All right, but hold on, because like McDonald's has like the dollar cones, so maybe she couldn't buy the seventy-five cent tickets because she just bought like three seventy-five cent. Like she's ice like, cream we've cones. already had our our fun our fun today, yeah. our happy today. Yeah, she's rationing it out. You get one seventy-five cent thing every day. Mm. Maybe she's just bad at balancing her checkbook. Well, that's yeah, I mean, that's every pretty time obvious. she has to deal with uh, bills, she just pushes them off the table and then cries because I've tried that. Doesn't, doesn't really work. work. Doesn't work. No. <laughs> they keep coming. <laughs> yep. That's because you didn't have an alcoholic man in your life, Jared. <laughs> oh, no, I've had a few. <laughs> no. I still love yeah. you. <laughs> Just because I hit our kids doesn't mean I don't love them. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I had Ooh. seen this trailer and then watched this movie, like when it came out, I would have probably been pissed because... This trailer sells it as, like, so fun and, like, uplifting and, look, the kid gets to fly and then he... The feel-good movie of the year. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's not, oh, ahead, that is Brian. not what happens. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think if I saw this trailer first, I would not have been so horrified as I was watching it because, I like, it kind of lays it all out for you. It's still pretty bad. Like, it, it's still pretty... Like, but, like... Not, I mean, I knew it was about child abuse and I knew, I mean, I knew some of the themes, but like just still the way it all happened and the way it played out. I was just like, yeah, I was horrified watching it. Like they, like they chose to do that and then they chose to do that. And like, it just kept going. Like there was no good decision that was made. I think. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) For the whole production. I'll just go with that right there. (laughs) I mean, the, the 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 line where the kids are like, "How come he drinks?" and then he's like, 
I guess he just loves beer more than us. God. Cuts back to the other kid, and he's like, uh, that makes sense. That was, that was so like, bad. Like, so that was painful. so Damn it. bad. He loves beer more than us. That makes sense. Like, are you trying to, like, just make some wives look at their husbands in the audience like, fuck you, motherfucker? How can you drink like, and love our kids at the same time? <laughs> Well, well I, I mean, do one beer at a time instead of two beers. This guy is clearly an asshole. Obviously, I pace myself, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> so most time, most of the times, like kids, like get so mad at their parents, and none of these kids were not mad at them, but they get so mad at them. But then, like, also they like they're like, no, but it must be my fault. I must be doing something wrong. And these kids don't have any of that either. These are those chill kids, like like they're on drugs or something. Like I don't understand the way any of this was written. I I really wanted this to be based on a true story so that I could just like not have to say any of this and be like, no, 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 this happened to this guy and this is how his childhood was. But like this is just like this isn't how this these kids would react at all. This isn't the way the parents would react. I actually thought they did a kind of I I didn't hate the alcoholic dad, actually. (laughs) I mean, he's a terrible person, but like he's a good villain. Yeah, as a villain construct in a movie. I think he works well, but I spent the entire time being like, man, this dude drinks like 12 beers a night. Like, just go buy some fucking booze and like maybe spend a little less money. I like Stop the feeling so it. bloated. Like, it's, 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 the, it's the ring pool, bro. It's, it's yeah, that. No, you it's, know? it's him grabbing two at a yeah, time every like, single oh, time well, he goes it, to that fucking fridge. He, he builds up and then, you know, he goes and grabs two. And the next thing you know, he's grabbing two and then the case. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting through them so quickly. I think the thing is, like, you're not—you don't have a problem if you're drinking beer, right? Yeah, it's mostly water, right? <laughs> yeah, just don't ask. Not... Uh, what's his name? Brent Kavanaugh, fat. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but also, like, the whole setup at the end, where like he's gone to jail for a few days or a week or whatever it's been. He's out on like some weird parole thing to see his mom's funeral. But then he's back in jail, I guess. And then, like, he comes home and the beer fridge is fucking full. This motherfucker has already proven to be, like, an alcoholic, abusive person. And she leaves the beer in the fucking fridge. So then when she comes home and she's like, I can't find my kids. Let me see if there's beer still in the fridge and the beer's gone. She's like, this guy did it again. Fuck him. Like, why is the fucking beer still in the fridge? Wait, I know alcoholics. I can answer this. Because it's tasty? No. (laughs) No. So I know alcoholics who like swear that they quit whatever the fuck and no, no, no. They keep alcohol around them as like to like prove that like they don't have a problem. They can quit whenever they want. You, you, you can count them. They're, they're there. still six in there. I promise. That's I count them every day. there. Yeah. Because like if they wanted to drink, you know, like, but they don't want to, like they don't have a problem. So they don't have to, it's just there as like a, a, a to prove that like alcohol doesn't have power over them. So I, that's, that's why. I mean, I don't know if that's why they wrote it in, but that's like I've had multiple people tell me shit like that. They wrote it in because it's fucking shitty writing. I mean, that's this whole fucking thing. It's just, <laughs> Thank you, Brian. It's just that's sh- what I wanted to hear. Yeah, it's, Thank just, you. it's shitty writing. Like, well, I already said this is a shitty script. Yeah. Like I'm bet, like well, that. Yeah. We got to keep bringing it up, Kristen. We have to. We have to tear it into the ground. Well, uh, no, it, it's 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 like the mom. Like like oh my god. Like what? Like yeah. Why wouldn't she get rid of all the alcohol? Why would she take this guy back? Like in the movie, it is presented like he was crying. Brian. Yeah, he goes to jail and he comes back and cries because his Never mom seen a man died. Cry before. And he's 
oh my god, bro. They were what like, I've never seen, I, like, I've never seen a man cry, so it must be, you know, wow, he must really mean it. And it, it's so ridiculous too, because these kids are like going to the movies like all the time in the weekends, like, so what? what you never seen a fucking movie where a fucking grown man cried before? What the fuck you watching, bro? No, they only saw the same two movies, and they saw them twelve, 12 times. times. It's twelve times because this this whole thing happens over the course of one fucking summer. I guess Sinbad didn't cry. Oh, that's true, because no. he was Sinbad. God, it's just, uh, the whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> the, the mom's character just pisses me off, man. Like, she's just the weakest fucking woman, like, I've ever seen in a fucking film. She's, like, completely clueless over what her kids are doing. I, it's way worse than fucking D. Wallace and fucking E.T., and everybody gives her, like, oh, so much shit. This is, like, just, I just, I just, don't, I just don't care about this woman. I just do not care about her at all. She's like, look, like, how do you not notice when your son has a whole back full of bruises. Yeah, you like go to lot. hug him and like like he, he recoils because it's fucking hurts when you like try to hug him. You don't notice that shit? Yeah, it's it's so stupid and ridiculous. And then like it, it's so dumb that they write the fucking script where the husband goes to jail, gets out of jail, she takes him back, and then it's like the next day, it's like like the minute he goes into the house, everything hits the fan. He's like, I'm going to kill the fucking dog, and I'm going to fucking kill you kids, and now I'm off the deep end because I just got out of jail. Yeah, there's like a honeymoon <laughs> period that where like, it, the, yeah, it shouldn't have happened the next day. But the other thing that I hated so about the, the mom, yeah, the but... Like, they tried to play it off that, like, she is so busy that she just can't be there. But, like, you can't be, like, that busy and not neglectful. And, like, they present her as this, like, very, like, loving, wonderful mom who just happens to be a little busy. And, like, that's just not how it really, that's just not really how it works. Whatever. It looks to me like she picks, like, her fucking living conditions in a middle class, like, 70s era fucking suburbia that's what she picks over the safety of her kids because the way the movie plays out it's literally like the pressure of the bills is like why she takes the husband back yeah like fuck fuck the kids like yeah well, well, well it's worth their ass yeah. getting beat i can no, still afford they, all this stuff. but they spent like the whole beat at the beginning of the movie where they move out to fucking california to to stay with an aunt that the kids didn't know about in the first place they're there for like a month before so the time frame from her leaving her fucking husband or him leaving her or whatever the fuck that was, he said something like three months and then dad didn't come back. So then we moved to the, we went west and then a month later after being there. So it's been what, like five months, maybe six max before she's like hooking up with this other guy. But you've already proven that you're totally fine going to stay with some uh, random friends or extended family or something. But now that you have an actual house. Now that's when it, it. No, no. He. We should take him back. He brought presents, guys. And, and she was flowers, telling them to call him so. Dad. Oh, your dad. She kept saying your, your dad. dad. Your Fuck dad. that guy. Yeah, nope. that was crazy. Nope, not gonna happen. Fucking hated the mom. Fuck, hate the script, bro. <laughs> <laughs> script is fucking so garbage. God damn. All right, I got it in my system. All right. Whoo. All right. Positives. <laughs> it looked good. Hey, Kristen, how were the costumes? They were fine, but um, <laughs> really, were they fine? Okay, like that like was her, the, the, yeah, the, the, whole the mom's the whole like thing shit, same. Guys. She's always wearing that fucking pink thing. Yeah, so that was what I was. What we, oh, all right, so yeah, but the she is always wearing the pink thing, and because she's always working. Like, no, but there was one scene that I really noticed. Wearing blacko, she was wearing a different pink thing, not her, not her work uniform, but she was wearing this like very pink thing, and she had like what would we call this like blonde hair, strawberry blonde hair, and. It, 
it was like a very neutral, but like overall kind of like a pink and positive look. And she looked so nice. And I like remember looking at it and being like, oh my God, she looks adorable. And I also know how much she absolutely hates looking like that. And like her favorite color to wear is black. And so <laughs> like she called me, that was the very first thing she said to me was that she only wanted to be dressed in black. And I was like, that's nice. Cause I don't have anything black for you. So <laughs> well, this will um, be fun. No, no, no. It worked out. She's no, no, no. It worked out really, really well because she, she, uh, but no, she, she's like, I, she's like, I know what I look good in and it's black. And I was like, okay, but you would also look very good in these colors that would do the exact same thing that black does. And so that's how we did it. It worked out like she's wonderful. Um, but no, no, no. Seeing her in such bright colors and such a bright, cheery look, it was, it was very interesting to me. And I was actually kind of curious if this was like early on in her career and she had no say over it or, or what, like this was early in her career. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely got the impression that they were going out of their way to make her character seem more like chipper and cheery mm-hmm. and especially that like pink fucking headband thing. That's like four inches wide. Yeah. It's a style. <laughs> it's of the time. Well, it was just, it's so interesting to me the way they, like, it's like they went out of their way to make her, the mom character, this overly feminized, like, super sweet, just wonderful person. I mean, God, like, you could have even kept all of, all of that. But, like, the way she responded to her husband's abuse was just absolutely abhorrent, like, that would have should have gotten the kids taken away like i don't know any okay like i do know abusive people who have gone back to their husbands there's way more to it than that like the way that happened all the Mm -hmm. conversations that happened like the way it went down like it was just shockingly negligent to me even from a storytelling point of view because it makes her look just so stupid and so like just awful but like but but like it's like they knew that and so they were trying very hard to make her hair and her makeup and her appearance and her acting just be this like super super sweet nurturing character and it just doesn't work together because that's none of this is would have been accurate like this isn't good this is just terrible yeah after the uh after the dad uh leaves there's a moment where i (laughs) She starts yelling at the kids. And I was like, oh, wait, is Lorraine Brocco going to start beating the shit out of these kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the phone. Don't you see him on the phone? They're like, oh, shit. Mom's also pissed. <sighs> Damn. That's a thing. Mom but sucks. I like that. That was the first time she showed emotion. And the first time it she was. was like, no, yeah. I actually have a shitty life. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's on the phone dealing with like their fucking stepdad who's a total asshole. And she's like, finally realized it. And that's what she's projecting. That that was like the, the, the realest moment to me of like the entire film where, where someone is experiencing like difficult emotions and then projecting it on someone else. The rest of the time, it's just like, no, we're going to go talk to the turtle because uh, dad's hitting my little brother. Like hmm. what? You're not going to be pissed about something? Like you're not going to go break the uh break the pots that they showed in the in the trailer that was an accident from the kids, but you're going to cut that into the trailer to make it look like it was hey man. The, the the fucking stepdad was the one doing that. 
building suspense. That was, I mean, that was a that was a good good cut for the trailer, but definitely had nothing to do with the actual plot breaking. Well, yeah, because Green. what else are they going to show? They can't show anything else because the kids don't witness it. We're always with Elijah yeah. Wood, like, and he leaves the room, and we just hear something. No, we see him smack Bobby. Yeah, on the fishing lure. Yeah, yeah, the first like, time. You can't put you can't put hitting kids in a fucking trailer, though. Can you? I don't know. I mean, I is, that, is, is there? <laughs> I don't know. This trailer, it's, it's like that's no. like a fucking no. red band trailer. You 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 could you, you could have you could have showed you could have showed Bobby crying, and then it cuts back over to the silhouetted shot of the dad, and he goes, "Remember, the good fish waits for no man." And then <laughs> and then they move on. <laughs> Elijah Wood just looks up at him. Yeah, like, he just he looking. No, no, like, he was looking at me. Yeah, he was totally like, "I'm gonna beat your ass one day. I'm gonna get with Flipper, and we're gonna come for your ass." Oh, with Paul Hogan! <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, that's that's the that's the flipper, little rascals, fucking uh, Lassie and Dennis the Menace month. <laughs> fucking please shoot me now! God damn it, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Are you trying to make me suicidal, dude? I mean, I'm gonna go build a radio flyer, and I'm gonna no, take that. We shit don't want to make you. Ra- we don't want to make you suicidal. We just want to see you fly. That's all that's happening. Okay? Yeah. I did like the music, though. Yeah, good old Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. And, and some of his slightly less heavy-handed, but still somehow very on-the-nose music. It is, yeah. You're right. On-the-nose, 90s. You can't write the Top Gun anthem out of the gate every single time. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. I know you want to do it. Go ahead. <laughs> You can ride Felt my it. tail anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got anything else? I think the only thing I have left on my notes is like when they move into the house, they go up and dude <laughs> like rips the Marshall that sign That is 100% off, of my notes too. <laughs> and then it cuts wide and then you can still see it on there. Yep, and then, yep. then it cuts again and then now and it's, it's gone. gone. <laughs> And that's when the cop shows up, and for some reason, douchebag dad like pulls the damn for sale sign up and like throws, throws it down, it. and then goes inside. It's like he's fucking like, cops coming around my house. Look, motherfucker, I'm an <laughs> asshole. And he's like, oh, he doesn't look like good people. But then they never fucking do anything with that. Like, what the hell? And why does that cop never get out of his car? Like he pulls yeah. up. He's like not. He's like the last. His last thing is God. I gotta get out of this damn this vehicle. Well, okay, <laughs> hold on, because statistically, like you can beat your kids and like. I don't know, like, they'll still keep you there. Like, the fact that he was in jail for so long, and the mom was like, oh, he's never going to get out. I was like, girl, he's got, like, 24 hours, maybe. Like, maybe a little bit longer. Like, he's going to be out pretty soon. He got out two days earlier than anyone expected, even mom. <laughs> also, like, we have all these, like, scenes with the with him, with Mr. Sheriff driving by and being like, here, here's my business card, kid. You know how to use the phone, right? Something happens, you call me. And then at the end of the fucking movie, Lorraine Bracco runs three houses down to the goddamn police department sheriff's office. It's right there. It's like, right the fuck the there. actual shit? Three that was houses weird. down. Like, it's at the end of their fucking street. No like, wonder what? that guy's around all the time. No wonder. It, their house is in between the fucking police station and the donut shop. I mean, like, it's right the fuck there. <laughs> have, you, have you seen my son? I may have left him home alone. <laughs> Sorry, John heard joke. <laughs> we only went to Paris the one time, okay? Now I have to deal with it the rest of my life. We're planning on going to New York next year, though. <laughs> uh, are we ratings here? I think we've done it, Brian. All right. 
Yeah, I got nothing else. Who's going first? All right, I'll go. Oh, I'll go first. I'll go, go first. Um. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, first time watching it. Just watched it today. Was hoping that uh, I would either experience it and then be high off the emotional fun of it, or not have so much time to process how terrible it was. Uh, and lean towards the second of the two. So I'm gonna come in a little bit higher than maybe I probably should. I'm gonna give this a six. I'm gonna see if I can talk myself down. Actually, so I really liked a lot of the shots. Um, the lighting was was pretty interesting. Um, I thought the kids' performances were were actually really good for the most part. Like this was, if I'm not mistaken, Elijah Woods' like first big like break, if not his first film. Uh, and and he he delivers some some stellar performances. Not every scene, but for the most part, it's pretty good. And then also Tim from Jurassic Park was was great to see him in the uh, pre Jurassic Park film. I didn't really buy Lorraine Bracco's character, and that's probably more from the writing than it was like her actual um, delivery of most of the things. Man, this script was just fucking shit. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a five point five there. Yeah, there was there were some fun moments. I enjoyed the uh, the the attempt to have like this is what the childhood uh, imagination can bring, but that's just the tone didn't work for all of the attempts to be like really dark and heavy, but then also really light and fun. And like, man, is this fucking Sandlot or is it fucking Goonies or is it like something else that you're not even? It, there's too many things trying to happen and none of them actually land. Um, fuck. All right, I talked myself into a five there. That's it. Done. Wow, a five. That's really high. Um, is is that high? Yeah, guys, that's high. I, I, I think we need to ask ourselves how much we can really judge a film on its script. Well, you can't make... <laughs> Um, you can't make a no. backbone of the what? movie. I mean, like uh, the whole reason. No, 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 no. It happens all the time. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Go on, go on. Right. I'm intrigued by this concept. <laughs> oh my god! How, uh, wait, how can't can we really... judge a film by the point of, that it's making or the words that they use? Don't judge anything. a film by its cover, Grigsy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When you have such quality acting, you have such, and it looks this good. You know, there's great music. These kids are, are giving performances. That's true. Performances. That's what I'm saying. It's entertaining. It was an entertaining to, to a young me. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, but now, <laughs> as a more experienced film watcher, <laughs> uh, I see the errors of my way. And I'm not, but I still appreciate us talking about this because, you know, um, I think more people need to see Radio Flyer. What?! They need to. They need to experience. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna ask the question that we didn't bring up, and we're halfway through the rating, so this feels like an appropriate time. What was the critic score and what was the audience score? Like Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Oh, I can't level? wait. Right. I cannot fucking so, wait because I, critic this score is part of it for Rotten Tomatoes is 35. percent And hold on, oh. audience oh. score is 72. That's what? right. Yeah. That's even on, right. Even on IMDb, it's got a seven. I. I agree with that because there, I mean there, there's wow. something there's something nostalgic about this. They're, they're like, I, I don't know. I, I guess this was just one of the things that was just on, and people have watched it, mm. and and I don't know. So let this be a lesson to you: if you smell shit for long enough, eventually it smells like roses. <laughs> or well, I think you it just stops smelling. To explode. It stops smelling. All right. right? Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or, no, your nose yeah. just stops working. It just like if has... you paint the walls with shit, you'll eventually forget about it. <laughs> um, yeah, if it's just around it all. If it's around you all the time, you know, it just becomes part of the scenery. It becomes part of you, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. Um, 
It's a shitty thing to say. <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven and, 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 and land right in there. And it's mostly out of Jared nostalgia. Jared agrees with the audience score. I do. Okay. I do. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to be the high uh, on this. I think we're going to go all the I way. I thought I was going to be high on this. Then. Two to wow. a seven. Well done, Jared. Okay. Thanks, buddy. I'll Glad take to know hit. you love this film. No, you just wait. You wait until we post this. The listeners are going to side with me on this one. They're going to be like, I fucking love this movie. Uh, I want to he- I want to hear I the responses. I guarantee you that Brian's like, mom loves this movie. Right. What, bro? I, I don't even think there's a fucking Radio Flyer podcast. I think we're the only dumbasses that are fucking reviewing this film. <laughs> no. And that's right. We're spreading the word, Brian. <laughs> we're spreading something, that's for sure. Spreading shit. <sighs> Kristen, you want to go next? You want to go last? I'll that's out of 10,000 sure. ratings, guys. 72% out of over, t- over 10,000 ratings. There, and the 35% was coming from 40 reviews. Yeah from, what I'm a, saying? yeah, from a bunch of people that have no idea what the fuck they're looking at or talking about. These probably are the same assholes that watch General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, right. I, gotta, I gotta watch my stories. I gotta keep up. I gotta know who's fucking who <laughs> and they're killing with who. And, you know. All right, hold on. I enjoy stories. I'm watching a telenovela right now. They're very, it's very entertaining, all right? And there it's so much better than this, okay? All right, like, <laughs> uh, all right, I, I'll, I'll, I'm ready. I'll go. Um, <laughs> Reluctance. All right, so I think um, the acting was great. The um, directing was great for the most part. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of the cinematography. I actually noticed the lighting in this one, and I thought it was really good. Um, the whole idea, the whole concept is really great. I love the um, idea of kind of seeing abuse through a child's eyes and keeping that childhood innocence, even though something really horrible is happening um, and, and, and trying to escape it. Like it, there's so much creativity in e- even the dream scenes, you know, like having a giant buffalo come and like give you pep talks is kind of cool the thing though is that like none of this was well executed and uh it's because the script was awful and uh, jared did you ask what was the question that you asked no i said how can you judge a film just by its script well this is how it's shit um nothing (laughs) even though you have all of these things going for it it's bad it's so bad it's so bad and um (laughs) I don't even do I need to elaborate on that because how, how bad how bad was it? Oh my god, it's so bad. That was so bad. Like understood. Like I can add more like like t- like words in front of that if you want, but like ultimately it was just so so bad, awful, like super bad, like but not in a good way because like I feel like that's like, we shouldn't say that because that's not like, like it's bad. It's like like oh, that's just bad. Oh, but, like, Jesus wept bad. when he saw this thing. I mean, and it's so unfortunate because there's so much it has so much going for it. But like, ultimately, it doesn't matter if you don't have the script, if you don't have the thing that binds everything together, you don't have anything like ultimately you have nothing. You have nothing. And and honestly, yeah, I think actually, Brian, did you make this look? Look, I always um, recommend that you do a lot of research. Uh, if you have dreams, because what you will find is that there are so many people who are so shitty at their job who can get money and can do things. And this is a great example of that. And like, if you like write scripts and you're like, man, I don't think it's very good though. Like, yeah, maybe it's not, but like, look, look at what they did with this. Like you can do that too. Like, 
you can also make a <laughs> shitty movie. Like, go for it. Follow your dreams, you know? Um, anyway, this is bad. I'm going to give it a three, but boom. I was going to give it a four, but then like, as I was talking about it, I was like, no, it's yeah. just like bad, but I'm no. going to, I'm going to give, but like, it does some good things. And so it gets three points. Like it's the three, three. You think that's too high though? You think I should go lower? <laughs> I'm going to go out and I'm going to spoil my rating right now and just say that's, I, I still think that's still too high, but you know, you do you. I mean, I can go lower. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> There's no peer pressure here. <laughs> just what you feel because i was initially thinking like four but that's like way too high for this but like but i don't want to like the lower i go like i feel bad for all of the good things that it has going for it there's talent you've talked about it you i think three is a great level of redeeming no you gave this did you give this a seven oh that was i gave it a five jerry gave it a seven all right i'm gonna go down to a two because i don't know oh shit not even a 2.5 no no all right all right, you, you, you can make a terrible film out of a great script, but you can't make a good film out of a terrible script. Yes, that's wonderful. Mm. Yeah, actually, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's mm. exactly what we got here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna give this a one or a two. Uh, I didn't like anything in this fucking movie. I didn't, I didn't like a goddamn fucking thing in it. Um, <laughs> there, there's some nicely. Not even the dog. You didn't even like the dog, Brian. The dog was pretty great, bro. Oh, the dog was so cute. <laughs> We didn't even talk about the dog. He's so cute, though. Shane's great. When we when we go back and remake this movie, I, I think we need to retitle it. And I would like to see the reboot titled to be Shane and Samson. And we need to focus mm. on the German Shepherd mm. and the little tortoise. And <laughs> fuck everything else in this script. And that, that's how we'll make it Everything better. is from the dog's perspective. I dig. I dig. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's all stop you don't, motion. You don't now. ever see anyone's actual face. Everyone is shot from, like, shoulders down. Yeah, it can be stop motion, Jared. Just, sure. just like the yeah. dog, just like the the dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I've just seen all, everything in this movie done better in other movies. I just don't, yeah, I just don't know. Like, I know Donner was bidding on this movie, but I just, he, it, this doesn't feel like he is passionate about this in any way, shape, or form. I think all the performances are fucking flat. I mean, guys, I totally disagree with you. I think these little kids suck ass. There are so many times where fucking Elijah Wood is just looking back, and I'm just like, just because you have big eyes does not mean you're fucking giving me a decent reaction shot. There's just times where he's looking at his brother, and he's like, oh, I fucking knew about this kid. And it's like, I, I could tell what he was thinking. And he's just, he's got his arms out. On one of those little fucking ring around fucking planes. Flying, Brian. Dude, it's so fucking. You didn't feel the stupid. camera floating no, back and forth? No, I with didn't. Him? I felt the camera attached on the fucking. No, who gives a fuck, bro? It's, it's just. It sucks. No. It's garbage. No. There's a float there. Yeah. It's still attached to the fucking goddamn whatever that ride was. Yeah, it can have a little float to it, Jared. It's still garbage. It's still like, I just don't give a fuck about this. This movie bored me to tears. I had to stop it several times. I just could not take its fucking cookie-cutter Tom Hanks reading me some fucking Hallmark VO movie special of the week. Fucking garbage. This was just dog shit. Just dog shit. Like, I cannot tell you how shitty this movie was. God, I just, I feel bad for everybody involved in it. The script is just shit. You can't, like, this is just one where, like, I don't know, the director wasn't feeling it, and... You know, like Richard Donner is coming in after a motherfucker's already shot for ten days, you know, and he's he's there on set while he's shoot trying to shoot this fucking thing. I'm sure it was kind of weird. 
You know, and obviously nobody fucking understood this material because nobody understood the fucking tone. Like, what the fuck is this movie? Is it a dark movie for adults or it is a fantasy children's Spielberg film for fucking children? And when you only have three scenes that have the Spielberg vibe, all you got is this dark shit that's just, oh, it's just garbage. God, fuck. I hated this movie. Just, I'm going to give it a one. It's just, it's garbage. Irredeemable. Do not watch. Gouge your eyes out first. Watch anything else in the world before this. If you, want, if you like Elijah Wood, in 1992, he made a really good fucking fantasy movie called Forever Young. Watch that. If you like Excellent. Lorraine Bracco, 1992, she made a movie with Sean Connery called Medicine Man. Watch that. Mm. Those are watchable mm. fucking movies. They're not great. They're not going to win any fucking Oscars, but they're watchable. This is unwatchable. And I, I respect so many people. I respect this editor so fucking much. Stuart Bear, it's got, it hurts me to say this. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? That's what I was asking for the other night, Brian. When I said I need, an, I, I need a really good... Elkins rant and you delivered. I appreciate it. Yeah, all right. Just, you. just keep throwing me god awful cinema. That's like what that. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've just got to. I just got to show you really great movies so you can go on a tear. <laughs> Fucking hated it. Anyway, so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to the Movie Crew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew is spelled C R E W E. Extra E at the end of the word Crew there. At gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And Jared, where can they find you? You can send all your hate mail to <laughs> to me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen or on Instagram at Check the Gate. Whatever, bro. They're going to just send you all that, that 72 fucking audience score. They're going to send you, you all. <laughs> I think you're going to be surprised. And Griggs, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we are going to be closing out the show tonight with a little bit of the soundtrack. We're going to be playing Trek number two titled Part Two, Mix the Potion, Four Discoveries. And this is a seven minute long track from composer Hans Zimmer. Enjoy.
is 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 it appropriate to drink two beers whilst talking about this movie? Bro, hold that hold that, that, s- that thought. Hold that thought. It's coming. Don't worry. We're gonna talk about beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Oh beer. But I say drink all the beer you want, buddy. Does it not tell I'm you? I'm just wondering if it feels it's uh if it feels insensitive. <laughs> what are you looking for? What's the genre of this fucking film? I don't know. Family. It was uh, marketed. It was marketed as a family film. Well, well, well. Hold on that. 